This is going to be a tough pill, so buckle up. Prospects are afraid of you. They're afraid you're going to try to talk them into buying. The problem is the word into. People enter the zone of resistance whenever they feel they're being talked into buying. The zone of resistance is a reflex reaction to sales pressure. It's why when a mall kiosk person says, can I ask you a question, you pick up the pace, pretend you're on the phone and say no thanks. Since pressure is perceived as a threat, it literally triggers the fight or flight response. It's biological. So your first job when starting conversations with skeptical prospects isn't to persuade, it's to lower the zone of resistance. So what I'd like to share with you in today's episode are seven language patterns you can use that lower the zone of resistance. Pattern number one, help me out for a brief moment. Humans are hardwired to help. This could have happened during human evolution when people were forced to cooperate in hunting or gathering fruit. If you didn't work together and you were on your own, you would die. So humans are hardwired when someone's asking for help to naturally want to help. Here's what that might sound like on a cold call. Prospect picks up and you say in a very calm voice, hi, James, my name is Josh. We've never spoken and I know you weren't expecting my call, but I was hoping you could help me out for a brief moment. Do you got a sec? See what I'm doing there? I'm just asking for help without having an agenda or an ulterior motive. I'm also answering the number one question they have, which is we've never spoken before, and I know they weren't expecting my call. The psychology there is when you label the negative, you diffuse the negative. Pattern number two, would that be okay? When you give people the freedom to choose, you lower resistance. The opposite is also true. Tell a teenager all the reasons they should stop smoking and they'll smoke even more. People don't like it when their autonomy is taken away. So you want to give people the choice to see if they want to continue the conversation with you. And if they say yes, they're more inclined to hear you out, at least for another few sentences. Here's what that might sound like as you open up a cold call. Hey, Pete, my name is Josh with X. We've never spoken, but I was on your LinkedIn and was hoping I could ask you a couple quick questions. Uh, Would that be okay? Just like that in a very calm way. And you'll notice when you give people autonomy, you'll see that they're much more open to having a conversation with you because they're in control of what they want to do. Pattern number three, might. You've probably seen this all the time on websites and advertising. We can 5X your conversion rate. We can increase your sales by 10X. The word can suggests certainty. And prospects are skeptical of salespeople that promise the moon and the stars. However, the word might is used to describe what's possible. There are always risks when you try something new. Further, might suggests you're giving the other person freedom to choose. And again, autonomy lowers resistance. Here's what that sounds like. Seems like this might be worth exploring since you're not able to do X. Again, you're leaving the choice up to the prospect. Pattern number four, would it make sense? Similar to pattern number two, Again, when you give people the freedom to choose, you lower resistance. Here's what that might sound like towards the end of a cold call. John, would it make sense for you to invest 20 minutes later this week so you can review what your options are for X? Again, we're giving the prospect freedom to choose. Pattern number five, how are you dot, dot, dot. This is one of my favorite phrases to make prospects think differently about how they're currently getting the job done but without coming across 
as salesy or pushy. Here's an example on a cold call for a product called Descript. Josh, many podcast creators we work with use two to three tools like Logic, Headliner, and Subtitle to edit and promote episodes. How are you editing and promoting your episodes today? And then just shut your mouth. How are you doing this isn't leading anyone anywhere. I'm really curious to see how they're doing it to see if there's a gap that you could potentially help them with. Pattern number six, no problem. When you tell a prospect no problem when they raise an objection, you're secretly saying there's no pressure or concern here. My job isn't to talk you into anything. So by way of example, prospect says, send me some information. You may simply pause for a second and say, no problem. That right there is going to diffuse pressure because your prospect is expecting your rebuttal. They're not used to salespeople that are leaning into the objection, joining the resistance, not fighting the resistance. From there, you might say, oh, what's your email address? Prospect might say it's adam at x.com. And then you might say, Adam, just so I don't do you a disservice, would it be okay if I ask you a couple questions so I can send you information that's most relevant? See what we're doing there? Not a problem. No problem. Can you send me some information? That's not a problem. We don't have a budget. Uh, no problem. I'm not the right person. No problem. It's really a great phrase to lower pressure. Final phrase, final pattern. Pattern number seven, seems like you have some concerns. This is again, one of my favorite ones. You've probably been in a situation where you feel that the prospect has some concerns, but you don't want to say anything because you don't want to risk the deal. Here's the thing. Just because you don't call out the elephant in the room doesn't mean it's not there. So if you're feeling it in your gut that your prospect has some concerns, you can simply say, seems like you have some concerns. This allows prospects to share what's holding them back. Chris Voss of Never Split the Difference fame calls this labeling, and it's a magical technique for getting to more truth. Chris Voss calls it opening the floodgates of truth. Here's the benefit of this. If you mislabel and the prospect doesn't have some concerns, they'll actually correct you. Why? Because people love correcting, but they don't like being corrected. All right, take these seven language patterns for a spin and let me know if they help you open up more conversations with people you want to get in front of.